Okay, let's start with some heavy breathing. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I don't know. Welcome, Will. Nil pod seven. Nil welcome, seven. Nikki. Welcome, listeners. And we're doing it on a different day. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's it's my fault. I apologize, listeners. You had to go being born X number of years ago. It's your birthday tomorrow? Yes, well, it is my yeah. birthday. And that's what I've been thinking about mainly this week. I would imagine. Yourself yeah. and your own birth. I <laughs> am very full of myself. I mean, yeah. we're both very, obviously, narcissistic. Yeah, the world we're able to do a podcast. Yeah. Who would want to listen to our witterings? We thought plenty would. So you've been thinking about your birthday? No, I've not no. been thinking about my birthday that much. I've been thinking about getting a little older because right. I am a little older and I will be we a little older. Yeah, I know, but every day I die a little. <laughs> so what have you been doing since last week? Um, getting sicker. I think Nilpod's not making yeah. me a healthy person. I, I, <laughs> you can't really blame it on this. I mean, this is just us. Because mm. if you're blaming on this, you're kind of blaming it on me and I, I won't accept any of the blame for your condition well i i think it's about time that i got <laughs> I, I actually it brings us i i'd really like to annoy blame you for most of my sufferings yeah you're probably right but i just rather not hear about it yeah no, <laughs> there's nothing wrong I, I don't know i'm getting better i the, the the um all the things i had last week my um yeah what, what did i have last week i had I, I was on uh, antibiotics, steroids and steroids. And antibiotics in your yeah, system exactly i'm shrunken but the better for it yeah <laughs> Your testicles will grow back, Nikki. It's going to be fine. What? The nuns do Why did <laughs> you Those steroids just, just drain you, they would. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens to these bodybuilders who take steroids. Their bits shrivel up. Mm-hmm. So yours are pretty shriveled to begin with, I'd imagine. But, you know. Would you like some prune juice? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, healthy, something to imbibe before we start. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay. But uh, I tell you, since um, uh, last week when we put up those photographs... Yeah, I have received. I don't know if you've seen on my Facebook page the amount of comments that, that I put the photo up on my own Facebook page as well. Will is a brave reason. man. I got so I got about fifty comments back on on that photo. People just couldn't believe. It. No one had ever seen anything close to it. Like in terms of people who know me and yeah. never seen anything close to that photo before. I was shocked. So, I mean, my my. I think my surprise was evident last week <laughs> when I saw it. I couldn't believe what you were. But uh, a lot of people want the mullet back. But I have to say, it's it's not really going to happen. Well, and also a lot of people were really impressed by the tie more than anything else. The red leather tie. I I don't so, think you can't get that anymore. Skinny no, ties are back again, that. but you can't get a red. Yeah, leather that's that's, tie. An, uh, that's an original one. Yeah, you know, original. Uh, what was the shop? that's asha or something like that that's where's that's asha do you, remember, do you remember that's asha it used to be kind of like a hippie shop that they, they i think there may still be one in uh stevens green center on one of the really high up floors and one of the corners that nobody goes to and it's like a mixture of kind of hippie kind of stuff and um I, I rocker stuff and a really nonsense horrible clothing but you know you could get all that it was a real mix of whatever the horrible style of the day was that you could get i did most of my shopping in unique boutique when i was a teenager <laughs> but you still have to i know get a no, photograph to you, match the I, one I, I put in fact i'm really sorry i meant to bring it up here before we started the podcast i did find two images of myself right. that are slightly embarrassing slightly it's hard Jeez. in one of them i'm dressed as a mexican that's all i know is that at some kind of fancy dress party that's a fancy dress that party. doesn't count Okay, I need it, something of you in your day-to-day life going around looking like an idiot. I left the house in that get-up of yeah, my own and, free will. And you're exceptionally proud of leaving I, the house I, like well, that. I, at the time, I was. And, I can't, and, and up, But since then, I haven't been proud of it. But now I kind of am in a weird way. I don't know what it no, is. No, I know? can understand your but, pride. Um, it's, it was a ridiculous look. But I chose it and I went out in the street with it. You're putting up stuff from your communion, fancy dress parties. You're not stepping up, Nikki. I guess I'm just too too stylish. I think obviously that that's be, probably yeah, that's the problem. Clearly, yeah. I, I never had any fashion You want to get pa. some photos of those platform Frankenstein shoes of yours that you mentioned last week. I The only thing, I do realise that my graduation photograph from university, right. I was wearing them. Right. So that may be the one <laughs> day that I chose to wear them. Okay. Because okay? I looked tall. Yeah. But you couldn't see them because there's an entire gown covering okay. them. And, and I'd say if I was wearing a gown, you'd say that that was pretty much like fancy dress all over yeah, again yeah that's that's something you wore for an occasion everyone else is wearing it doesn't count but maybe maybe it is just that you don't have anything quite as embarrassing as no i'm sure i do i just don't have any photographs oh, okay of it. all right well we let it slide for now but you gotta make a little more of an effort on that side you're right <coughs> i think <coughs> it's not fair in any way what have you been thinking about this week apart from your own um, <laughs> image <laughs> well i've had a lot of people kind of uh being amazed by and asking me about it but yeah this week um, I am very tired now, but I was rehearsing last night and work today, so I'm tired now. Usually, when we, 
when we do this on a Wednesday, you have a little bit of time to kind of relax, but now we're kind of straight into it. So we'll yeah. see what happens. I'll turn on the funny though. You'll see. Yeah, I guarantee you. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to read it. I'll do some role play. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> we yeah. may, we may. Yeah, we'll see how it we'll goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, so today's topic is the world of work. That's what we decided on. Um, yeah. We meant to decide on it um, actually at the end of the podcast before yeah. we finished last week. So I was to tell people um, and you could think about yeah. it. Um, well, we but, did get some questions from people. Yeah, we've, the people have been very, very nice and we've come up with our own questions. So yeah. um, would you like me to ask you a question or would you like to ask me a question first? It's up to you. You go ahead. You make the call. Let me see. Uh, if, right, both of us as part of our job have to interview students. I yeah, mentioned yeah. this before, okay? Okay. Um, if you were to give anyone advice, you've been for job interviews in your time, haven't you? I've been for a few, yeah. Yeah, as have I. What are good approaches to take to a job interview? This is an educational nil pod. Well, I remember when I kind of left school, I was really interested in illustration and drawing and stuff like that. And there was this guy, <clears throat> excuse me, who was setting up like uh, this kind of a magazine for, you know, these people who are into these Dungeons and Dragons types games. And I was never into that. Mm. Played it about two or three times when I was a kid. First time it was good fun. Second and third time was a nightmare because everyone was way too serious about it. But those are the kind of things I used to draw when I was a kid and superheroes and all of that stuff. I did so, too. Yep. So <laughs> we should stick some of those drawings up on the side. But um, the we so this guy was advertising, for, looking for people to draw for this thing. Okay. So I remember... Going for, he, I sent him a lot of drawings and stuff, and he liked them. And then we met up, and I was kind of nervous about it. And uh, what age are you at this stage? I was eighteen. Okay, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe nineteen. At the, yeah, eighteen, eighteen. So mm. went for the interview, and I was so nervous, nervous about it. And see, he he had this kind of business going with the magazine, and he also had um, like a print business going as well. So I was going to be working in both, you know. Mm. So I was kind of so nervous about it that I didn't kind of come across well and just, you know, and then he wanted me to kind of change the kind of drawings I was doing. And I I, yeah, I was, I could draw pretty well, but not very quickly. Do you know what I mean? I would kind of take my time on it a little bit. So anyway, it just didn't work out. But I remember thinking after that, that the next interview I go for, I'm not really going to care so much yeah, yeah. about how it goes. And just to be somewhat natural in it. I mean, you can't kind of fight the nerves in some ways but just to go in there and just to not really care so much about the outcome and if i get it i get it. if i don't get it fine i'll just move on so when that happened i was able to go in and just kind of relax and just answer how blasé were you I just imagine well, you sitting back like not <laughs> like really up on the desk <laughs> exactly and asking them to sell the job to me why, why yeah. don't you tell me why i should work here <laughs> <laughs> so you know it never got that bad but it was just kind of you know i'd go in and I would, I would treat it like I was just meeting anybody for the first time and just be kind of friendly and chatty and just try and get on that way. And and to be honest, ever since then, every job interview I went for, I got mm. since then. Now, I've only worked in about three or four jobs since then. You yeah. know? But I, I got all of the jobs since then uh, with that technique. So I just kind of went in and just said, I don't care if I don't get it. I'd like it. But if I don't get it, it's not the end of the world. So that kind of takes the nerves out of it for you. But um, How do you feel about the hard sell? I can't do that. Yeah. That's terrible. You know what? You know what he do those stupid kind of interview questions like to say, "What can you bring to the job?" All of that yeah, nonsense. It's guaranteed to happen. Because I don't know how they can ask that question and live with the responses they get. Because they <laughs> must, they must get responses like, you know, oh well. The problem with me is I'm a perfectionist, you know, and all of this crap. That's you know, a good one. That's a good. I've said that know, before. It has to be, you know, everything has to be right, or I don't want to do it at all, you know. And you know, that's just nonsense. You know, nobody's a perfectionist at that point, and it's a stupid thing to say because you're setting your up yourself up for these ridiculously high standards, in a way. But, um, but you know, those not questions I'm kind of bad at. I, you know, because I, I feel myself saying the standard scripted nonsense answer that they want to hear yeah and you know you hate yourself for saying it so um for those kind of things i'm no good at that at all but uh yeah no interviews never really bothered me because i never i guess i was lucky enough that i never really cared so much about not getting them so much it'd be yeah. jobs that you'd want but um if I didn't get it, I go, well, there'll be another interview. There'll be another thing. I'll get it somewhere else. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. That's really yeah. nice advice for people during this time, you know, <laughs> exactly. of economic crisis. There wasn't a recession on at the time. You <laughs> yeah, know? Exactly. There'll be another so job along. It'll be fine. Don't worry. I'll just recession talk. I just got to keep painting me yeah. pictures and doing me doodles. So and eventually. Again, I, again as, as you know, the, the constant disclaimer that we use on this is that, you know, 
this is just this isn't advice this is just yeah. the nonsense that worked for me you know actually no maybe so. we should do one podcast in which we basically suggest to people that everything that we say is fact and all you right, should okay. just do right. what we suggest all or, our advice or we could have like people writing with their actual problems oh and that agony, would be a nice podcast that would be good and uh, we could have people's love lives so we could sort that out you know people's yep. um, employment problems anything really yeah uh, that's what we're offering and you know so. some legal advice maybe <laughs> <laughs> so if any of you have any problems yeah. in your life you can sell them to nilpodus at gmail.com <laughs> and we'll see what we can do <laughs> we'll sort anything out for you it's no problem at all we are very happy not to mention your name on air yeah we, we'll give you a code names don't worry yeah exactly maybe the first initial and the last <laughs> name or vice versa we we'll work it out. What are your um kind of what's your experience of interviews? Do you do well in them? Do you? I'm the same as you. I've actually or... had hardly any interviews. Like yeah. I've had like one or like the only time I've ever really gone and taken it very very seriously. I have done really badly right. as well. Yeah. Like not for interview, like for an application. Like I really wanted to get a job. Um, when I when I left college and finished it and everything like that, I was yeah. thinking my cousin was involved in working for Aircom. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, new media, it's the way to go." You gotta get involved in the New web. Media. The, the web. web. <laughs> and there was this company at the time that had arrived called Rondo Mondo. Okay, they're not around anymore, are they? Oddly enough, no. <laughs> I, think, I think when that first dot com bubble burst, yeah, yeah. they were one of the first yeah. under the pin. <laughs> that's where the pin hid. Yeah, right on Rondo oh, Mondo. Rondo Mondo's gone. <laughs> um, and I'm sure they were very successful yeah. in their micro bubble of time that they existed. But they I'd, st- I'd say the name right might have finished them off as well. Because if I had to ring up some company and they said, hello, Rondo Mondo, I'd just go, oh, hang up. Actually, that's another great one. Like you're sitting there going, this, okay, Curtain Company. You have to name it. Go for it. <laughs> A curtain company. Go. I couldn't. No. You couldn't do it. No. Joe curtains. <laughs> I just got, that exactly. just came to you there. Didn't just it? there, it was immediate. It's like oh, that. I'm an ideas man. For that kind I'm of an thing, ideas though. man, Will. You, you know, are. you got to get onto me like that. But they, they, they had said to. I, I rang them up and they were like, "Well, um, yeah, we're accepting applications." So I rang my cousin, right, and I said, "Do you know anyone in there?" And he's like, "No, no, 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 no." But he's just send your CV. Just send them something interesting, and they'll right. do that. And I'm like, "Oh, that'll." Yeah, okay, I'll do something. I'll do something interesting. So, I printed my CV onto. Um, Don't say some kind of fancy decorative paper. Listen, you know I like fancy decorative paper. <laughs> Vellum. No, I didn't. I didn't. I printed onto perfectly normal paper. Right. Then, I put tea on it, and I aged it. What? Right, because explain. This is ridiculous. Right, I then rolled it up. Put it inside a plastic bottle, which had no labels on or anything oh like that. Packaged it up and sent it off with the cover letter, basically talking about it being a message in a bottle. Right. Now, I gotta put it to you <laughs> that if we we have interviews coming up for students now, they're submitting yeah. their application forms. Mm. If you got an application form from a student in a bottle that had been soaked in tea and dried out. What would you think? Oh, this guy is perfect for the course. We need this, this guy. This is the kind of creativity we need <laughs> yeah. in here. Or he could be a loony. We don't know. But what would you think? I would think he's He'd a loony. Aware, yeah. Without the doubt. And there was not a chance. Can you imagine the I'd day they arrived? To have seen the fe- they probably still talk about it if they were still around. If Rondo Mondo were still around, they probably still talk about it. The day the loony sent us in the CV in a bottle. They responded though. They sent it back. <laughs> yeah. they, they said, "Message received. Yeah. We've gotten your bottle. What you call it? We will be in touch as soon as possible. Watch yeah. the ocean." <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was really quite nice and funny and I went oh they took it in the spirit that it was meant and you you instantly went down to the beach and just waited for a reply I just stared into the ocean several years nothing there gone by there'll be another there'll be one along in a minute maybe I hope they didn't throw it in the ocean I posted mine (laughs) I mean that's just stupid they didn't get mine from the ocean how would they know how to get to me (laughs) I mean what are the odds you know yeah it's absolutely uh, impossible so that's but did they get back to you for an interview no oddly enough they didn't no they didn't get back to me for an interview for that, but I, that was one of the few times. I think I, I think lots of people have this yeah. time when they get out of college and they don't have no idea what they're going to do. Right. So they sort of just go, oh, um, and they just try and yeah, yeah. ask questions and apply for lots of different jobs, but they have no idea what yeah, the, what absolutely. it is they're going yeah, to yeah. do. Um, so most jobs, I've not really done an interview. I've sort of looked into them. I mean, right. the kind of jobs you get around then are the kind of jobs you don't think you're going to be doing for any length of no, time. No, absolutely not. And what was your first job out of college? What was that? My first job out of college was, um, I actually worked in a market research place directly after college. But my oh, first really media related job, yeah, um, I worked on a short film. Uh, which yeah. I, worked, I worked on one short film that was called Choppers. Um, was it a paying gig or was it? 
No, it was completely right, yeah. free. It was like I was I was working this marketing uh, market research job to try and make some money, and this was I took a week off yeah. to help work on this one at that. But it came from that into a real paid job after college, which yeah. is where I was working for um, a production company making a game show at Norte. What was the game show? Should I say this? Yeah, is it still on? No, but the company oh. still exists. Oh, you're um, just saying what it's it called. was called. It's a family affair with Dara O'Brien. Okay, and it was one of the most ill-conceived, right? Awful, awful, <laughs> awful programs. I think I've Did ever. Did it actually make it onto TV? Yeah, it was on every Saturday no for like. Yeah, for six, seven weeks. It was on every single Saturday in the, sort of the primetime slot in RTE. I mean, the difficult. I mean, yeah, yeah. no, you, you haven't got the big guns. Squad. Like, <laughs> exactly. you, you might get Marty Whelan on from time oh, to time. But, no. I mean, but I mean, Daryl Breen was just trying to make it there. I mean, the thing is, he's actually gone on to way more he success has, since yeah, then. Absolutely. So I'm not going to knock him for that. Sure. It was it was abysmal. I was working yeah. as like, I started off as a sort of lowly runner and started doing extra bits and pieces right. of research on it. But it, my favorite thing, it made me go, they, they, I was a music researcher for, for a right. while on it. It wasn't really true. I was a runner. Really. Right, okay. But they what just tried to give you that title and make it seem like you were more than a runner. Yeah, but it was quite good. They'd show yeah, me yeah. like a, a, an edited sequence and say, what music do you think would suit yeah. this? It sounds like something you do in a transition year student. No, just like a, getting, but it was great. They'd give me access to the RT library and say, yeah, off yeah. you go and find the song. So I'm like, baby elephant walk. I put it on everything. <laughs> <laughs> worked perfectly yeah for every single opportunity but uh, that was that was your first paying job yeah the, the tv show yeah it, my right. first paying job out of college i yeah, mean yeah. i've had obviously had of lots course, of jobs yeah, before then but my first but paying in, job in out what of college. you were kind of trained to do this was your first kind of paying job I guess. Yeah. yeah and i didn't have to do a job interview for that that was just yeah. i worked for something on something for nothing and then they brought you into and then this. they brought me into okay. this one so my first um paying job after college was in cable link do you remember cable link i do yeah you, it's currently and or oh, used moved changed to ntl now it's upc or whatever it's called mm-hmm. but uh, i used to work in cabling it was just for a summer but it was in uh, like a control room and they used to put out the they used to have a cabling channel that was on mm-hmm. at weekends and they'd make yeah. this kind of magazine style show during the week and we used to go out and shoot that the biggest share of idiots you've ever met in your life <laughs> but uh i don't name names but it was terrible really bad and but we used box to, pop kind of stuff or just, yeah or what's go, going on in your community to, you know the uh, the dublinia exhibit and they do a bit of filming there yeah and out to the zoo and stuff like that but the zoo was good because i actually got to hold a baby tiger that was pretty cool no way but uh did it maul you no it was tiny but it, it'd be huge paws i guess it could have but um it uh so the other thing was we had to put out the news every night that that um spanish Italian and German news used to go out every night on this cabling channel. But did you, were you do, did you do it? Or no, we used to record it, uh, get the feeds in from the different countries, yeah. and then interrupt the signal and put them out. Like we, when we not interrupt the signal, we'd have to just schedule them to play automatically at certain times, and they'd go out. I'm but not being bad, but who really was going to? Were they just trying to fill? Well, they just figured you know that maybe there's a lot of Spanish and Italian students around. Maybe they'd watch that kind of thing. I don't know. Well, I guess but so. the other thing was, the, um, do you remember there used to be a thing on called. When in the in the station they used to call it the multi-image channel. This was in the days before you could see Sky Movies, but it was all scrambled. Yeah, yeah. So you could hear it, but you couldn't see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there'd be one channel that used to have like all all of the scrambled channels all are in a grid all around the screen, and they're all playing. Okay. And then there'd be one kind of square in the middle where every fifteen seconds one of the the smaller ones would come into it. And they, sorry, they were unscrambled actually. So. You would this get, is a complex description no, no, of a channel. But basically it was, they'd have little tiny images of all of the channels, all of the, the movie yeah. channels. Yeah. And in the middle, they, uh, these were all around the edge of the screen. So like a frame around it. And then in the middle, they'd have this big space and every 15 seconds, that would show 15 seconds of, one of the ones Sky Movies the 1, yeah. then it'd be Sky Movies 2, and it would keep going like that. But you're only supposed to put that out during the day. And when you, when you left that night, you had to kind of switch on... Um, what was called multi-channel two, which was the clean one. Multi-channel one had all okay. of the adults' channels on it, and many a time I would leave and switch stick on the wrong one. And oh no <laughs> So every fifteen or every three or four minutes, people were getting like fifteen seconds of free porn. And, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, if you ever got any free porn in the uh, in the mid to late nineties, you're welcome. But, <laughs> uh, the other thing was, um, like my mate Derek would ring up and he'd say stuff like. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is on today. Could you unscramble it? And I would unscramble it. You could unscramble You had that I, power. I, I could, well, I could just switch between the scrambled and unscrambled version. So the, he, now, when I unscrambled it, everyone got it for free. The whole city got it for free. The power you wielded. And sometimes I'd, I'd look at it. I'd see, I'd see a film that was on that night I'd want to watch. 
on Sky Movies. And as I left for the evening, I'd unscramble it. I'd be in first thing in the morning. I'd scramble it again. Oh, my God. Because I kind of figured, right, this is where my thinking was that uh, nobody's going to complain about it. Nobody's going to complain about free Sky Movies. That's true. anyone in the know and work spotted that it was unscrambled i could just go oh, that's the first time that's ever happened sorry about that won't ever happen again i wouldn't ever do it again but uh, but i got away with it for two months i'd regularly unscramble it and everything and this dishonesty is not in any way spread well, to other parts of your life no or... no i hope but not. uh yeah so if you if you saw a free if you had this free evening of sky movies and i said a lot of people could probably mem- remember the odd free time the sky movies was unscrambled for some reason that mm. was me <laughs> i do remember the <laughs> you ever saw that in the 90s that was me <laughs> must applaud will mcdermott yeah, for no that problem. you're all welcome yeah it's really but, uh, good thing. so that was cool that was a good job i like that job in a, in a way but it was pretty dull in other ways you know so there's something there's a lot to be said for dull jobs really i like the idea of the mundane the repetitive really i think that i love my job at the moment because yeah. of how exciting it is and how yeah. many different things are going on yeah, at one time but at the same time at the same time i sometimes miss my first job you know not one of Which my first, first job um not my first job one but the longest running job I had before which was working in Den- in Michael Dines yeah, yeah. I mean folding towels just is good yeah I sometimes think that as well I mean my brother said to me my brother um, maybe going uh, back there at some point obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never I wouldn't rule it out <laughs> um, but my brother uh, drives a bus okay and he said to me once he said you get paid from the neck up I get paid from the neck down <laughs> You know, actually, I know and, uh, yeah, yeah. and I was going, yeah, you're probably right, but you're making a lot more money getting paid for the neck down than I am paying for the neck up. And uh, he, uh, but I remember thinking, yeah, you know, why am I kind of not stressing myself out? Because yeah. you're, you're not going to believe that. But uh, but you know, you kind of go getting a job that's a if you to use that expression, getting paid from the neck up is kind of hard and stressful or whatever. Yeah, it's not digging a ditch or anything, and I wouldn't want to do that instead. But sometimes you go. Why don't I just, you know, work in a video club or something and just sit back and watch movies all day, you know? Why do I, uh, why am I doing a job that's kind of difficult to do in a way? I think in some so, ways though, that actually, that, that, that leads on to another question that Letitia was going to ask. I mean, yeah. when she said, what do you think of complete idleness? And we'll talk about that in a second. But what do you think of people who have absolutely, I mean, would you consider yourself ambitious? Um, career-wise? Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> no? No. I mean, I, you know, you kind of want it to kind of, see, I'm, in our job, you know, we're as teachers, the further you go up the ladder, the less your job has to do about teaching in some way. Yeah. Right. In terms of actually being in front of the class. And that's what I don't want. I, I'm happy to kind of stay, to stay away from the management side of it and just stay in the teaching side. That me just interests me more. Yeah. So I'm not ambitious in that traditional sense to go that route. But, um, you're ambitious in other things though. I'm I mean, very ambitious in other things, but, but obviously we're hoping Nilpod will take over the world yeah, and I make mean, us our fortune. Yeah. I mean, because lots of people get rich doing podcasts, don't they? My understanding yeah, of it is yeah, yes. It's gold mine. You know, we're giving this away for free. There's bound to be money rolling. Yep. <laughs> so, um, I think Coca-Cola were trying to ring you the other day. Really? Yeah. All right. They want you to come and visit the factory. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, they, they got my letter. So, but, um, <laughs> what did you send it in a Coca-Cola bottle? No, it, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Sorry, Nikki. Sorry, that was a little uncomfortable. No, comfortable no, silence there, I think, was Ooh, in called for. Just editing some laughs there. Um, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sorry, what were you oh, yeah. Um, yeah, ambitious in, in, in lots of ways, but not really career-wise. No. Because I think because I've, I've never known really what I want to do. Any job I've had, I've fallen ass backwards into, you know, and it's just just worked out the way it's worked out. It's worked no, out. it doesn't. Talent will out, Will. I don't know if that's true. Talent will <laughs> Wouldn't out. Wouldn't it have outed by now? But yeah. um, so I mean, you you can fall ass backwards into jobs, but if you have no aptitude for it, you won't really last that long. But um, but have you ever been in a job that you felt completely out of your depth? In? Um, have I? Not really, not really. The the jobs I've had have just kind of relatively been suited to what I can do. You know, yeah. I've never really kind of fallen into the wrong job and kind of go, what the hell am I doing here? No, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it wasn't a real job that I had any length. I didn't, I wouldn't, I didn't even finish a day. <laughs> oh, I have one that, yeah, I could go on. That time I was, well, I was, um, I was out of work. It was again in that sort of period between yeah. college and real work. Yeah. Um, and someone came um, to me and said, you did communications, didn't you? And I yeah. went, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, did that. And you know, this. How are you with lighting? And I said, not too bad. Like, you know, could work, work things out. And yeah. this. Have you ever worked in a theatre before? And I said, no, no, but I'm very willing to try. It'd be great. Like, turn yeah. up and do it like that. And he says, listen, got a gig coming up in the Tivoli. Yeah. Big play. Um could you come along and help out? And I went, Daddy, no problem. I'll come along and help, help out. Help out, that's nice and vague. 
Yeah, sounds nice and vague. Turned out I was the lighting technician. Oh my god! I'd never used the equipment in my yeah, entire yeah. life before. I've never felt so small as I did that day. Yeah. So I arrived there on a Sunday morning for rehearsals, like, and I arrived in Tivoli. I'd, my dad had given me a lift in. Yeah. I was all like, "Yeah, great, this is cool. I'm gonna be on time." And then I realized that this director and all these actors are there, and there's yeah. just there's, here's the lighting board. Nicky. But he didn't even say that. He yeah. basically just said, "So what have you worked on before?" And I said, "Well, I'm I'm just here as a lighting assistant." He went, "Assistant." Give me a minute. Gets in the mobile phone yeah. and you just hear him goes, useless, pointless, white second, easy, fast, <laughs> fat, <laughs> just, just, uh, just specky kid to run in. Random bits and pieces yeah. of abuse obviously yeah, yeah. directed at me it's and he terrible. came over Jesus and he just Christ. looked at me and just said this, why are you here? And I said, well, I was asked to come along and, yeah. and, and, and help. And he yeah. went, yeah, yeah, probably no probably no maybe <laughs> you can go home now oh that's terrible and Jesus. I'm like okay it was the most mortifying day I it's, was really upset that's terrible because you can imagine now you'd know how to deal with it and what the Not response would be but back fine. then you know that's you're awful. thinking this is going to be my break and then they're like that <laughs> you've been yeah. sent home you don't really know <laughs> you, you walk outside you see your dad driving off down the road <laughs> <Don't> come back <laughs> but, um, I had um, when I finished I finished school I, w- I did my leaving cert when I was 16 yeah, you, you said uh, the other day, you're really young. I couldn't well, believe was. who you were, but, um, <laughs> as we said before. So, oh, everyone's growing older. Uh, so I was, and I turned 17 two months later. Mm. And um, so at that stage, we were basically in the last recession we had in this country, right? Just yeah. the tail end of it, I think. But it was really difficult to get any kind of job. So this, this girl I was getting out of time, her dad had this kind of company. And he I didn't really even know what it was, even though I'd been kind of with her for about a year at that stage. And, um, what did she I, talk about? <laughs> we didn't talk about her dad's company. That's, but, um, what, that's the first thing I talk about. more about your dad's five-year plan. But uh, she, uh, he said, uh, he can come and work with me. It's her dad's Stalin. <laughs> well, he was a lovely guy. Really kind of, he, he seemed really grumpy, but he actually wasn't. He's just one of those gruff kind of, it. Yeah. but very, very nice guy. And he uh, he said, you can come out to work with me, blah, blah, blah. So I went in and basically as it turns out he had this company that repaired like washing machines and dryers and all of this stuff yeah you, or went out. really your cup of tea yeah that's that's me all over but um so i i was basically on the phones getting these phone calls in from drivers who'd been sent out to fix these things in people's homes and stuff like that okay and they're ringing in and going, we're gonna need such such a part and i'm going okay i'll just write that down you need to and i couldn't the lines are so bad and i couldn't and they're going who's this and i go uh, hello it's Will uh, I'm new and I'm it new was, it was just terrible uh, but the worst thing was because I was going out with the boss's daughter mm. all of the lads were on the floor you know on the, yeah. the factory floor kind of they found out I was there and, I, and they they kind of had the, they took great pleasure in kind of asking me all kinds of rude questions about the my relationship with the boss's daughter and I just kind no. of walked I didn't answer them of course I just Good. kind of looked at them and just walked away you know but they were just you know it's that typical kind of blokey kind of thing mm. that I kind of recoil from but um, so that was pretty bad and I remember coming back and I saw her that night and I said I just can't go back in tomorrow. was that one day? that was one day oh well done and I just said I did the whole day well I had to because I was getting lived home with him but <laughs> 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 it's not, it wasn't that he had a sense of duty or honor or anything I just had no way of getting home mm. but it was you know it was one of those things when you're in a new job and the people there don't really make an effort to welcome you in any way probably yeah. because they have this really high turnover of people and they don't bother yeah. you know making an effort yeah. so it was one of those days where you kind of go I'm just going to go out for a walk for lunchtime you know and it, you, you end up <laughs> there's really nowhere to go it's one of these kind of industrial estates where there's no, nothing nearby so you just end up walking around for your lunch and then coming back and it was miserable so I just didn't go in the next day and just had to explain it to him I, said, oh, I got an offer something else you know but not I didn't well, so how's that new job sorry. going good I'm a oh, vet now uh, yeah I'm assistant manager of the thing <laughs> I'm doing but um, so yeah that was that was pretty horrible but there's something yeah. bad. There's something. The stink of failure is an awful thing. Oh, it really is. But I mean, at that at that age, I think it's the thing. You know. Yeah, that's. You just feel like, well, I failed at work. I'm never going to work again. And now you kind of realize, geez, I wish I didn't have to work again. That would be pretty good. What are you talking but, about? Well, you, you see, you're volunteering. Sorry. Do you want to stop working? Or uh, if I could, that would be great. Would, yeah. That's 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 that's. Yeah. Uh, would you? Well, no, I I love work. I mean, I really love my job, and I, and I think we're two of the few. I, one of the few people we know 
Uh, we are one of the few people we know. That didn't really sound right, did it? Um, I am one of the few people, and I guess you in your life, you are as well, yeah. that can say... Don't tell me what I am. <laughs> no, you don't want me to tell you what you are. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but that can say that I love my job. Yeah. I don't know anyone yeah. else, apart from people I work with, who could say that, you know? So yeah, no, I love work and it's great and I'm happy to kind of stay there and stuff and I don't don't mind it at all. But, you know, it's, you know, really when I say I wouldn't mind not working, it's like to have the opportunity not to. You know these guys who win the lottery yeah. and then come in for work the following Monday? Yeah. That would not be me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's what Adam asked. Adam asked, why do we work? One of our listeners, Adam asked, why um, do we work? Uh, well, beyond the obvious reasons, like just, you know, money. Money. And money you know, uh, beyond that, I guess... Um, I guess you want to achieve something, you know. Again, yeah, but that doesn't—that maybe doesn't kind of correlate with my lack of ambition that we spoke of earlier on career-wise. I want but to achieve I, something. I'm yeah, not sure. We what. want to do something of value. Maybe that in itself is its own reward rather than achieving something. I don't know what that would be, but uh, no, I think I think it's a good job. I think it's a worthwhile job to do, and I'm happy doing it. But I feel a little bit like I'm on like local radio. So why exactly should you be a teacher? I don't know. Good holidays, but um, <laughs> but yeah, why do you think we work? Um, I think that um, we'd be pretty bored if we didn't. Would we not find things to entertain ourselves with? if we were all out of work? You know, if none of us worked, we'd find stuff today, wouldn't we? Well, we talked before about being a lion. I could be a lion quite good. You know, you know we come back to the other I'm sitting yeah. back and just waiting for food. That's really all I'm going to do. I don't know if it would happen that way without a job so much. But uh, yeah, no, I think I, I have to work. I'm kind of one of these people who I'm, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a ball of nervous energy yeah. by any means because I'm quite lazy and can be quite yeah. lazy from time to time. But I, I, I'm never inactive. Like yeah. if, if no, something is nothing's going on for a while, I'll be standing up and doing something else yeah, like that. No, so I, jobs like that. No, I can't. Yeah, I mean, like we get summer holidays, but by the end of the three months, I am itching to get back, you know, into uh, work. But when we get in, I'm kind of going, oh, I want to be on holidays again. But, you know, I do have that kind of thing where, you know, I guess maybe it's because during summer, you know, we're off work, but everyone else is in work. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, but, uh, no, I think, um, I know I, I like work. I like uh, having that thing to do during the day and I like the purpose of it, I guess. But, you know, if there was a way around it, that would be pretty good. You know? If you're unemployed and you had like a significant other in your life, like, yeah. would you felt fake a job? <laughs> <laughs> Go out every day and pretend. No. Yeah, but on the no, suit, that'd time. be even more work, wouldn't it? That you yeah. know, that's that 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 it. That's worse than any job because then you have to come in, come home and make up bullshit stories about what happened. Oh, you won't believe what happened to work today. Yeah. Well, you know, Francie came yeah, in. Yeah, you have to make up all these imaginary uh, co-workers and stuff <laughs> like that. You know, I'd imagine you'd enjoy that. In theory, but not in practice, it would be too much. You know. There's a lot of guys called Jojo in my work. But what would you do for eight hours a day? I could feel eight hours easy. But, you know, you'd have to be, you'd have to do it in a way that nobody saw you or people do, who you know or think you're working didn't see you. I would join a really unpleasant gym really? and download a lot of podcasts <laughs> and just work out. I would Got be so move. ripped. <laughs> yeah. going, you can't really fit in that job, Nikki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot of physical work yeah, I do. This job is really working. Yeah, the, the, the librarian... Uh, heavy books yeah exactly my book lifting ability is really high working my quads and uh, <laughs> exactly. so what time, are we, what time are we up to now uh, um, we've been talking for 33 minutes oh it's okay yeah alright so um, do you want to ask another question or no I'll I ask you lots one. of questions you ask me a question I'll ask you a question um, and none of them have been interesting let me see. none of them have been interesting I don't know they have I uh, Ian I wanted to know something I did maybe this doesn't I don't know if you have an answer to this but I don't think I have an answer to Ian's all right. question well, I'm going to ask it anyway alright that's fine uh, maybe not about you but maybe other people you mm. know or something but Ian is in China at the moment is that right that's right and he's trekking around or something what's he doing Um, he's I think he was in Australia and he's sort of going through he was in Hong Kong and he downloaded our podcast and he's been listening to them as he travels that's cool so Ian hello <laughs> hello Ian uh, but Ian wants to know what happens when love and work collide I've never I experienced it because like, does, does he mean like it being in a relationship with someone you work with I'm sure he means, he means what happens when you love your job <laughs> you have a happy life and it continues <laughs> no I'm just trying to think is there another interpretation of it that it has to be I'm sure he means what yeah, happens when so. you start I think he, now, but you've seen it in other people haven't you you've seen it happen to other people I definitely have I yeah. think, you see I think um, not that that's Ian of no, course yeah. but there are some people who are in jobs where there's a large staff maybe and uh, <laughs> a turnover where new people come in and sure, go out yeah, in a situation yeah. like that and it's like 
when you're a kid yeah. and you're in school and a new person comes into the school or the class everyone's like oh there you go that's a new friend for me over there I used to go out with a girl I was working with as well um, oh you did yeah yeah and uh, it was weird because for the first couple of months nobody in work really knew okay because you know one of those things you're not going to tell her because then everybody's yeah. watching you and stuff like that you know but then it just became obvious you know and uh but uh, it's terrible because your relationship just spills into your work. And it has all the, to. All the dynamics of your your outside work relationship spill into it, and then there's no there's no break from each other. It, it's just constant. And you know, work can be that quite a good escape in a way, not in a bad way. But you know, you yeah. need to do things that are your own thing. You know. Yeah. But you don't have that when you're going out with somebody. So like, if you uh, say if you'd had a row the night before. Yes. And then you're in work the next yeah, day and you're, all, and you're sitting in the kitchen with a, in with everybody you work with or canteen or whatever. Yeah. And they can all just pick up and it just ruins it for everybody. So in theory, not a good idea, but I guess it's not something that can ever, anyone can help really in some way. But uh, Well, sometimes people are just too damn attractive. Well, this is it. You that, know, that was, that was that was my problem. But <laughs> obviously, he's an Adonis. <laughs> but, um, uh, I think that, that 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 the question was asked because sometimes people have night outs. Yeah, yeah. Or nights out. Yeah. Night outs. Night I night love outs. having night outs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> night, <laughs> nights out. Um, at Christmas and other times right, like okay. that, and then there's a drunken uh, of fumbling. Yeah, yeah. And um, the, well, the, we never really had that in, in any of the jobs I've been. I've well, never. I don't know about it. Maybe maybe there has been going on. None that I've known of. Um, but in, in, not in our job anyway. But uh, no. I, not that we know. But in um, but no, <laughs> gossip. <laughs> yeah. But in in other jobs I've been in, there wasn't really that much of that. You know, no. I guess it's maybe it's one of those things that it's a myth about Christmas parties that these things happen. Maybe they don't happen quite as much as you think. But um, like a lot of arse photocopying and stuff like that. You well, know? I mean, come on, <laughs> Wait, I just have a code that I punch in and <laughs> yeah. automatically. People will know it was you. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, so yeah, maybe we were both a bit rubbish on that question. At least uh, I, I think our advice though, in our role that we were offering earlier oh, on yeah, is, okay. is agony uncles. Right. You know, what would we were be your advice it. to somebody? Don't do it. Don't I do think. it. That's yeah. good. <laughs> unless, unless yeah. that person is obviously extremely kind and nice and someone you'd like to be with for a long, long time. What if and it was... If you were their boss and it was possible that's to fire them. That's what I was going to say. If, what if, 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 if it was somebody who outranked you in work and then they were telling you to do stuff? You'd oh. resent them for it, wouldn't you? No, I, I don't mind being told... To, actually, I do. Yeah, I hate being love, told what to do. I <laughs> love being told what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just take that, take that over there and move it to there. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Do no. it yourself. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting out later. You're getting nothing later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no what? Exactly. You don't want to know. Um, yeah. Right. So, do you want to ask a question? Yeah. I'll ask you another one because that was pretty short. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Ian. We're no good. Right. Um, what job could you never do? What job could I never do? Is there I, somebody you know who has a job where you'd go? Oh, I don't know how they do it. I couldn't do that job. I've had a job that I thought I couldn't do, but I could do. Butcher? Butcher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. When I was in, when that was my second job. No, third, fourth. It was my second sort of part-time right. job anyway that I was being paid for. Okay. And uh, the butcher boy in the in the supermarket I was working in, had, the butcher boy, what's fancy about The butcher <laughs> boy had two of his fingers chopped off in the bandsaw. No and then they way. said, Nikki, you're up. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm a vegetarian, which what, I am. What were you doing in there in the first place? I just got a part-time job. <coughs> I, was no, walk, when you I, was, said, I was walking through the shop, no, you know, you, and all of a sudden it was one of these. But, you know, you said that he called you up to do the bandsaw, but your protest was you're a vegetarian. But what were you doing I before the bandsaw? I was working in the supermarket stacking shelves. Oh, I see. It was a And anybody who's had a menial job like stacking shelves realizes that after a while, yeah. you get into a, a rota. You're like, I was in charge of the minerals. The right. best job the ever. Minerals. The minerals. That's <laughs> <laughs> the second time today the word minerals has come up. Really? Yeah, because somebody uh, in Caroline at work gave me a euro, showed me a euro for something, and she gave it to me, she said, get yourself something nice. And I said, I'll get myself a mineral. That's what my granddad used to say. <laughs> that's weird. That's the second time. That's, uh, that's a weird thing. Why did it I happens quite it? a lot to me. You know, weird words will be said, or, and then I'll hear it again the next day or something. Weirdly, I read the word, right? I, this, I was yeah. listening to a Beck CD one time on my, on, 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 on my CD player at the time. It was a disc man. You know, they move around. <laughs> Um, the young people won't understand what you mean. Nikki. And I was reading a book at the same time, and I heard the word cat skills at the exact same time I read yeah, the word cat skills. Yeah, that happens with alarming regularity to me. Something, uh, there was, I can't remember, I was looking at a picture on a DVD box or something. I was trying to pick a DVD to mm. watch, 
And I was looking at the picture on the DVD and on the television, the same picture was on the television, <laughs> the exact same thing. For just some, I said, did you do a on? proper double take? I did. I went, what? 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 <laughs> More than once. <laughs> Which is not going to really come across. On Have you ever seen, uh, what's a, you know Cape Fear? Yeah. There's a bit in Cape Fear, the remake that was done by um, Martin Scorsese. Scorsese that is, it's just the most, is it Nick Nolte? Yeah. It is Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. And basically he's in bed and he yeah. wakes up in the middle of the night and he looks out his window and he sees uh, Robert De Niro um, yeah. just sitting on the wall smoking yeah. a cigarette like that. Yeah. And what most people do if you did a double take is, well, you wouldn't, you, what would you do in that situation? You'd probably just go, shit, and run to the I door. I don't know if I'd do like a double take, you know. He actually took his hands into little fists, balled them up and just went and sort of scrunched his eyes up his and eyes. rubbed them, looked again, like physically yeah. looked again <laughs> and then scrunched his eyes and did it again and like, looked again. That looks like Robert De Niro in the wall. Hang on a second. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's gone. It's fine. <laughs> he was gone. I've never seen anyone do a double take no, in a film. I don't before. think people do it in real life. You know, not not in that kind of. Um, Nick Nolte does. Wow, he's different to the rest of us. He's very different. But he, I was at the job. I was. I had a part time job stacking minerals. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, it in the shop, and you know, Here's some more zinc. You know, <laughs> exactly. Take this oh, calcium. Big delivery of potassium. <laughs> is that a mineral? I, um, I don't know. I've, we did. Be, we haven't done the biology podcast. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Chemical. Be the chemistry oh, podcast. Jesus thinking. Christ! That's just <laughs> yeah. Go on. Nothing going on. But um, I was. I, I had this thing, which is obviously, if you did it in a few minutes, it yeah. could take ten minutes to do. Right. I managed to stretch it out to a nice two-hour block. That's what on you have Saturday to do morning. in a job like that. It's important. Yeah, and those absolutely. kind of jobs just say oh, don't go too fast cream Rain soda it in a bit wait a second I have to count the bottles of cream soda before I go another bit there was nine bottles we yeah. need eleven that is two another two excellent another yeah. two so I'd bring them up so I was doing that job and I was very very happy with that because I, yeah. I had a nice sort of thing going on with there was a the guy who was in charge of the fruit and veg and yeah. opposite that there was the pick and mix so from time <laughs> to time we'd have a chat about the vegetables and then uh, both of us inside over to the, the dream and, I know but <laughs> both of us inside over to the pick and mix and say Bertie Bassett, you know, and we go for a liquor sale, sort of perks of the job. Or, or if you wanted for a slightly longer fix, the cola cube. Of course, <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Because yeah. it'll take the roof yeah. off your mouth, but it'll last. A while. <laughs> it'll last. Um, and th- th- so, but but then that th- the fateful day, the butcher, yeah. the guy who was in charge of the butcher, uh, the butcher boy, he wasn't in charge of the butchers. He basically sliced two of his fingers off, and then went, we need someone to do take over. It's really busy, hectic yeah, yeah. in the meat counter today. Quick, take over. So I was like, uh, I don't want. To yeah. a, so then from that week on I was the butcher boy you were the butcher boy I was the one who not every single day you didn't obviously. go nuts and kill people like pigs did you I haven't killed anyone yet right okay and okay. I don't intend doing That's it anytime okay. soon so I don't think that I don't think and how did that square up with your vegetarian beliefs did you it was weird because yeah. I hated it every yeah. single day I'd come home and I stank of yeah. meat right I'd have a shower death. pretty much of death yeah exactly <laughs> I didn't do any of the actual killing yeah. But I'd, I'd stink of meat. I'd Did you ever find yourself just going licking yourself just to get the taste of death? No. No? Just, okay. <laughs> the stink yeah. is enough. The stink the, is yeah, enough. Yeah, your vegetarian urges, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't oh, have... tastes so good. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't, there's nothing but a, like a nod down bone for a hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's too delicious. <laughs> I nod myself to a stump. I um I don't know I I I I hated the job in right. some ways like there was something really I said it before the, uh, burger making burgers was yeah, the most yeah, enjoyable yeah. thing because you just like mince out of meat up I know yeah, yeah. disgusting yeah a lot of blood sure. lots of guts all this kind of things like that but at the end you get to press them into nice little plastic discs <laughs> and it's not so bad and <laughs> and also there was a vacuum packing machine which is Whoa. obviously got a perk because yeah. have you ever vacuum packed some sausages is that a euphemism. <laughs> 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 you I, mean actually vacuum packed sausages yeah, uh, no I have not yeah that is a fun is job yeah okay. it's just because all the air goes straight out of them like that it's, I could see how that would be fun yeah, yeah obviously small pleasures <laughs> is where I go yeah in, in but, my, that was, my job. but you couldn't do that again you don't think no I couldn't go back to being a butcher I that would think. be the worst job for you you think Mm, no because the people are really nice yeah there's nice butchers butchers in general are really nice people I kind of sometimes think I'd, I wouldn't like a job dealing with the public you deal with the public every day. I know, but that's that's different. That's the, that's people you kind of get to know over time. Yeah. They know your name. You kind of get a bit of a relationship with them. But uh, like my brother on the bus, the people he has to deal with and the things. Like this guy got on the bus the other day and he said, uh, how much is it for three stops? And, and my brother says 115. And that's like, mm. the, I think it's 115. He said, that's the minimum fare. And they goes, come on, how much is it? Like that, <laughs> like that, is, that, that is the thing. And they goes, that's 115. That's the minimum fare. 
And he goes, I'll give you 50 cents. <laughs> and John was going, it's it's one fifteen. That's what it is, you know. And he showed him that they have the list and the price. Yeah, and whatever. Yeah. He said, look, you can see there, minimum fare, one fifteen. And he goes, what's your name? Well, I'm going to report you. <laughs> but he goes, I'm not telling you my name. And he said, uh, he says, you have to tell me your name. And he goes, uh, I don't. And he says, right, I'll pay the one fifteen. I'm not happy about it. This isn't over. And John, he said, um, and John said, okay. And he puts the money in. He goes, and I want a receipt as well. And John says, is your bus ticket good enough for your <laughs> 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 This guy never got in public transport no, he before. Just, he was just being an idiot, you know. And uh, he goes, no, you're not going to give me your name. And he goes, no, look, everything you need to know is on the ticket. He tells you what bus we were on, what time we yeah, were on, when you the number it. of the driver, all that. So it's all there. If you want to make a complaint, go ahead. But I'm telling you that the minimum fare is this. And I, he is so so much more patience at this stage with that kind of thing than I would have. Mm. You're just, pretty patient. Well, that kind of thing would really annoy me. You know, Well, maybe not in an individual case, but if I got enough of those, I'd probably snap at them. I, I can endure a lot and I'm quite patient, but, you know, everybody has that point where they'll... Yeah, I've, they'll I think snap, I've, you know? I, I have a tendency to snap and it's dealing with the public as well. Yeah. I, I like, I, I, in class, no problem. When I'm DJing, can't take it. It's, yeah. it's one of the real downsides of yeah. my job. Is the well, I think, I think it's it's... You know, 99% of people are going to be nice, you know, but it's that accumulation of dealing with that 1%, you know, over time that, yeah. would, that would do my head in. Uh, but imagine being that 1%. That's basically, that's, <laughs> I, think I think that's actually the worst job I could do. In, in I would te- not telesales. There you go. That is telesales. the job I could never do. Oh, the cold idea of calling, having to yeah. cold call people. Anything door to door, anything stopping people in the street. We remember we did this job when we were kids. We were about 16 maybe. And we tried to do, you know, this thing where you're selling kind of lines in the street they used to call it do you remember that yeah 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 of you would you would stop in town you would be saying would you buy a line buy a line essentially was what it was what they used to call it. you don't see so much of it anymore i don't think was it a raffle there was a prize of some kind no it was sure. usually a charity contribution and yeah. stuff like that yeah. and it was hellish trying to stop people in the street uh, you know when you're 16 i mean at any age yeah. it's going to be difficult but you know when you're a kid you're just so trying to work up the courage to say excuse me and uh it was terrible but the other thing we did was that didn't we did one day of that and then just walked away from it uh and we didn't make any money and we just was this part of one of your as your of your lucrative mini company no no this was just you know uh just us trying to avoid real work i think but then we had another job where we had to collect um collecting money in buckets you know this kind of charity yeah thing. yeah i can't remember i don't want to say the organization because i'm not sure I can't quite remember what it was. But anyway, it's when you collect the money all day. You come back to this place just off Grafton Street. Mm-hmm. They'd send you to a room with everyone else. You'd pour all your money out and count it. Mm-hmm. And you got to keep 10%. But there was nobody monitoring you. So people were, you know, come, sounds- like they'd have like, let's say for argument's sake, 100 quid in coins. Yeah. They'd say, oh, I only collected 20 quid. And they'd pocket the rest because there was nobody monitoring them, you know. And we were actually quite honest about it. We just said, because yeah. we were going, well, you know, they, we could take it, but it's, you know, it's going to this charity, you know, yeah. and it was near Christmas and all of that stuff. So we didn't really make a lot of money, but, um, but it was weird that people were just helping themselves as better. But so, but in terms of that dealing with the public or having to kind of harass the public, you know, in that kind of way, that would be a, a nightmare yeah, for me. Yeah, I'm could, the exact couldn't same. I couldn't be one of those people, I'm not going to mention the charity, but you yeah. know, the people trying to ambush you on the street saying, oh, hey, the, how are you? The chuggers. You, hey, yeah, that's exactly what you got. Hey, you've got a nice hat. Uh, yeah, you're that. like, hey, you look like an interesting fella. Maybe you'd be interested in talking to me. <laughs> in the face. <laughs> There's some of our ex-students who do that now. Oh, but you know that they they one. I there? know in particular, yeah. Oh, right. And uh, it wasn't on any of the Hopefully more successful the, courses. <laughs> Hopefully you'll have the good sense to spare us if we saw them. But um, I'm sure it's funding some massive filmmaking project. Hopefully, but you know these guys who stop you in the street, they've got their hand out for you to shake it. Oh, that upsets you me. Yeah, that's so annoying. That really is. But I don't know how. You know, sometimes I look at them and go, they must know themselves what this must feel like to the people they're doing it mm. to they must know but you can kind of almost see behind the manic smile and stare that they sense you know they, that their soul is crumbling away as a result of this yeah that would, so, that would kill me i think we should ask one of letitia's questions because oh yeah, um letitia asked we actually wouldn't quite we actually we came back to religion again oh good. she said this before <laughs> actually do you think it um do you think work truly makes us better people and cleans us of our sins Wow, Letitia, that is quite... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think work does make you better, in a way, you know, depending on the job you do. If it's a job you like, yeah. then it definitely does. Whether it cleans you of your sins, no, I don't think so. I don't think... Uh... Do you believe in sin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know, 
I, I don't know how work would do that for you. Like, you know, is that a is that a Catholic idea? That, I think that... it's either Catholic or possibly Protestant work ethic. But I, I don't know. I, okay. I don't know. It could be just Protestant. Personally, I don't think it does. Well, I'm not. I sure work because I, I like it. I don't work because yeah. I because I'm guilty of sin. sin. <laughs> oh, oh, wash away the shame of when I wasn't work able to away teach. The sin. <laughs> I don't know. I I wouldn't be able to think of it that way i'd hate that you, you wouldn't you couldn't enjoy your job if you felt it was there to no. cleanse you in some way i don't think so at all but uh it does uh, it does link on to our next question which is um which is what exactly is the job of the pope what do you reckon the pope good, does in the day know what he does um i guess he sits around well the current one seems to just sit around being cranky doesn't he just kind of saying stupid things you know like about what did he say about uh, homosexuality recently that it was it was a bigger threat to the planet than any than the threat than then, what's happening to the rainforest or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that, he said something like that. Yeah, I don't know how he works that out, but I guess that's probably what he does. He sits around thinking up stupid shit. To say. But in, but in yeah. lots of like company, not obviously not where we work at the moment, yeah, yeah. but in other places, you see that the further up you go along the line, the less yeah. you seem to have to do. The more responsibility you have to take. Oh, the yeah, less absolutely. you seem to have to do. Well, do you even have to take responsibility the higher up it is? It's like. You know all of these guys who, you know, these white collar criminals who kind of I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> where they screw up companies and they yeah, they know. never go to jail. Yeah. They 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 make out like with tons of money at the end of this thing. Mm. The company's screwed, everyone's out of a job, they get kind of sent on their way and they keep all of their money and you kinda of go, So I don't know if they're responsible well, some people I'm sure do get punished but rarely I think, you know, you you can kind of You'd like you more punishment, money, wouldn't you? Well, I would like punishment for people who do something wrong but it's it seems like the higher up you go the more money you have the less you have to answer for your, your stupidity or mm. your your uh, inappropriate kind of behavior and work how so, much money do you reckon the pope carries around with him i don't know if he carries any money he's probably like the queen you know they don't ca- carry money they just expect can stuff you imagine free. going into spar going seriously <laughs> it's a funny story i'm the pope <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a thing on me. I don't think I want these Pringles. Yeah, uh, let's go. You Pope, you can't stop. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Come on. All right, at least we got one joke in this podcast. Uh, you Pope, Pringles you can't stop. I can't believe it. <laughs> but you know that that again that that kind of interests me. You know, how the, the Pope kind of gets by on day to day. I can't imagine the Pope eating. A what time do you reckon he get? The Pope eating a sandwich. But he must eat something or chicken chips, tikka. chicken tikka. <laughs> he loves chicken tikka. Do you know? I have to say I love a curry. <laughs> it's probably my favorite thing but for dinner. He must have a favorite thing, you know. He must have yeah. it, you know. I wonder what it is. In his spare time, like he doesn't have. Does he like what? What does he, he do in his spare time? Does he well, play? the original, the, what, the original, the original pope. Obviously, yeah. the, the first and better pope of my <laughs> lifetime. Pope one. Yeah, no, 1. I, like he was really good at football, apparently, like that, and started all those kind of things. And John he was, Paul II. Yeah, John Paul II. Yeah, apparently, yeah. he was genuinely interested in football. And you're like, yeah. okay, fair enough. I don't know. Maybe I just, what, yeah, I'm sure he watched a lot of football. But what do they do when they're not working? And again, what is? Or did the he wait until you turned on the football because the Pope's giving you rings in? I will. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? He's Italian all of a sudden. Man United yeah. is playing later. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I'd like. To, I'd like to know what they do from day to day. I, I. I wonder if they have set hours for this kind of thing. What time do you reckon he gets up at? I think it's a pretty early. I reckon probably because he's old. And you know, yeah, he gets up anyway. It's not. People tend to get up an awful lot earlier. Up for a wee. I reckon he gets up. I really need a wee. Bursting. <laughs> so, Pope gets up, has a wee. Yeah. Right. Um, does he dress himself? Someone there uh, laying out the clothes he's going to wear. Does he have pajamas, I wonder? I oh, definitely has papal pajamas. Papal ones. Not oh, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I reckon they're purple. They're like cardinals yeah. wear. She's boiling it, sweating in this thing. Yeah. But, uh, I, I guess I've all slept those. naked and you're like, is that yeah. going to be a problem? Is that going to be a deal breaker with me yeah. being the Pope? And you're like, yeah. I wonder what he has for his breakfast and stuff. I, I, I always wonder about that because, I mean, that's he is a man. He has to do, you mm. know, regular things. He just isn't sitting around being holy all day. I guess he has to do certain things. But, um, well, he has Rice Krispies, I'd say, with hot milk. You reckon? Oh, I don't oh, know. It's, yeah. a, it's the what, thinking man's what, choice for breakfast. Are you crazy? Breakfast. Why would you not have hot milk with your Rice Krispies? But he, uh, I don't know. I don't know what he does. I do know that, um, isn't, the, isn't the Vatican supposed to have one of the largest collections of pornography in the world? I have no have idea. I've never, ever heard that I've in my life. I've heard that. I've heard it, whether it's true or not. What? I don't know. Yeah, like they stockpile it, you know, to keep it away from, you know. That sounds, like, I that sounds, tra- I can't believe I don't know that. why that's, that's uh, I've, I've definitely read that. Whether it's true or not is, is another. The thing. internet is full of inter- yeah, internet. Exactly. Inter- and they say the internet's a bad thing, you know. But um, are they trying to stockpile the internet? <laughs> <They> are, <yeah. laughs> he has most of it in there. 
But uh, he, uh, yeah, what he does from day to day, God only, well, God only knows. God knows. The Pope, <laughs> the, the Pope knows. I'm sure someone else knows about it. He gets, I reckon he gets up early enough. He, he gets dressed. Imagine it. How demanding would you be if you were Pope for a day? What oh, would you man, do? Yeah, that would be, I don't know what I do. Proclamations. I probably, I, I probably want to go out in the Pope mobile. That'd be good. <laughs> Just a little hey! wave. It looks like a big panda car Woo! with a big wave. <laughs> go me. Yeah, bless you. I bless you. I bless you and you. Pope, 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 Pope. <laughs> what if you're an unpopular Pope for a day? Uh, yeah, I'd probably stay in. <laughs> day off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Pope for a day didn't do much. Yeah, I wonder, you know, how much you could get away with as a Pope. Probably a lot, you know. I'd say you get away with murder. But, well. Probably. We're not we're saying that the Pope has murdered no, anyone, no. Nikki. No, I'm saying nothing about no, the Pope. The Pope doesn't go killing com- killing homeless people. Is that what you said? <laughs> I'll, I'll put in some hobos. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> ominous what obos. do they call that big staff he has? The Scimitar? No, that's no. a giant sword. I don't think the Pope guys are a giant curvy sword. I think an awful lot more people would be an awful lot better. If he yeah, did, I think they'd respect him a lot more. A crozier, sure. isn't it? A crozier. Or is it a bishop as a crozier or the pope as a crozier? It, it, it's something like that anyway. It's something quite similar. But it's I, a weapon of a kind. Kind of whacking people with that thing. That'd be cool. But I don't think I that's think what he funny does. to have with a pope stick. <laughs> <laughs> like, stay away from me. I'm the pope. Get back. Get back. But I, I wonder if, um, like, there's a, you know, the way um, the previous pope was, was he Polish? Yeah. He was Polish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, there was a comedian I once was saying how proud his mother must have been you know, and she must have been saying to other people how's your son well what's he doing oh he's a doctor is he yeah where's the Pope <laughs> <laughs> your son's got a nice place there at the lake yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. mine's got a city it's called the Vatican that's where he lives <laughs> yeah, he owns it. <laughs> all the state. porn in the he's world he's got the biggest porn collection anyway <laughs> but <laughs> he wears red socks yeah. you know that? he gets but to wear red socks he was, every he day he's also saying you know um, did this kid grow up being the po- imagining he could be the Pope one day yeah, yeah, just yeah. Fantasizing about the way, like the way kids play tennis rackets as if they were guitars. Is he out in the garden going, He's the greatest pope ever? <laughs> the Vatican goes wild. He's the popiest pope of all time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. The, the, it seems like a weird gig, I think, being the pope, but uh, I don't know. Gig. What... Well <laughs> I just imagine him being a relaxed pope with his yeah. shades on, and it's, it's difficult gig. The, yeah, yeah, when they're, they're choosing them, they go to him, you got the gig. <laughs> <laughs> you got the gig. Fire up that white smoke. We, he's yeah, going to do it. Sounds like nuns on the run or what's that? <laughs> what was that? Actually, there was a Pope related there film was, with Robbie. The Pope Must Die. Which they renamed in America as The Pope Must Diet. No way. Yeah, because they, you know, they didn't think it would go down so well the Pope must die in America it's a little unfair <laughs> it's a little harsh yeah but, uh, so it'd be easier to do right, let's get way. off this Pope stuff I think the Pope stuff that's going nowhere move so on far. <laughs> so what else have we got oh, I was going to know what, what, what are you look, what, are, what are your good good tips for looking busy in any job well I remember saying to um, Denise when she, I, I was working there a year before Denise started I think you, were, you came in the year after that yeah maybe. that'd be right but I remember saying to her uh, just as a joke I said um if you want to look busy and work, the thing you need to do is you need to get yourself a piece of paper yep. and you need to walk around with it and just kind of look a little angry. Yep. And Because no one will stop you and ask you to do anything if you did that. And if anyone says, how's it going, Will? You just go, hold, hold up the sheet of paper, you know. Sheet of paper, you can see how busy I am. <laughs> but my one tip was make sure something's written on the paper. You don't want to be going around staring intently at a blank sheet. I gotta get this sorted. <laughs> Could be code. Yeah. Might be code. No. But hang on, when I was discussing this podcast the other day, you were just like, Sorry, Nikki. <laughs> busy. Can't believe the amount of stuff I'm gonna get to see through yeah. in this. The other thing I used to do when I was in uh when I was working as an editor there was in August, in the video industry, I don't know if you know this, in the post-production, mm. it's usually a quiet month. Yeah, I know A lot that, of businesses, yeah, it's kind of quiet, you know. But, uh, and that used to really annoy me. That's the one thing I really hated about work was when there was nothing to do and nothing was coming in, mm. you had to be there anywhere. Anyway, yeah. just sitting there waiting for work that you knew was not coming in for weeks. And I always felt, you know, the work is fine. This is what they're paying me for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting around. They're paying me for my time, you know. But when there was no work around, they still wanted you to appear busy. So what I would do is I would sit in the editing room and I'd have um, like a videotape in one hand and a mm. book in the other hand. Very I'd be clever. reading the book. And as soon as somebody came in, I put the book down, I put the tape into the machine <laughs> and just press it, play and have a look at it and see what it was. 
nine times out of ten it'd be a blank tape <laughs> you'd like, just be looking at oh yes blank <laughs> but i i really resented the the charade of doing that you know having to pretend i was busy that drove me crazy so i mean and then after a while it just became a thing where i'd be just trying to entertain myself more than anything else I think ever since the advent of computers and jobs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any job that involves a computer in which you're sitting, <laughs> there's no need for pretense. Well, well, yeah, but at the time, too, the only, the computer I had was just an editing machine. It wasn't connected to the internet. Okay, yeah, Solitaire yeah. wasn't even on the thing. But, um, yeah, so that, that that's what I really used to resent, just the, the, uh, just sitting around pretending to be busy when you knew and your boss knew there was no work and you weren't busy but you had to pretend anyway mm. and that, and it was the same in cable link there was one day it was a sunday there was nobody in i'd come in i'd set up the news to go out and i just had to wait around that was at five o'clock i had to wait around till nine o'clock when the shift was over and yeah. there was nothing to do so that's when I, I remember going into the canteen and work which was closed on a sunday and they had these you know these shutters you pull down and a little kind of oval shape in there and I could try to reach in to nick a banana and I put all kinds <laughs> of effort in to try and get this banana and I remember just dragging it through the holes and I was all peeling as it came through the hole and that's because I <laughs> mean, mean my, it, was, it was more the challenge of getting it really was the thing so uh and that's you know when I've nothing to do I kind of start thinking about stupid things like that what can I do to entertain myself so it's in a job's best interest to keep me somewhat busy you know? I was just thinking I can't, I can't believe that you did eat the banana Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah well, course. I was. I was really. I went in there for something to eat because I was hungry, and the banana was there, and uh, it became like my white whale. Like I was Captain Ahab. I had to catch. Gotta thing. get the banana. So I think we're nearly done. Are we time for one more question? I'll yeah, ask you. Yeah, if you want, whatever you yeah. want. Okay. Um, I think I was going to follow on the last one though, but just I, the only oh, thing ahead. I've ever done is it's it's important to have one thing that you're able to do over and over again, which right. is the reason your paper thing is very very good. Oh, you, so, this is your how to look busy. Yeah, thing. yeah. Okay. My folding towels was always good for me. I've said it before, but I'll In say it nice. again. Yeah, it doesn't would, really work so much when you're a teacher. If but you have to look busy. You fold them. <laughs> what do you do? Where'd you get all these towels, Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, it's not one that transfers to all jobs. <laughs> what are all these towels doing in the sound studio? <laughs> oh, just a delivery. Oh, just a big shipment of towels came in. Yeah. But go on. No. Oh. <laughs> I, I wait, that's one of the things I regret about our job. There's yeah. nothing that you can actually do. Well, I mean, your piece of paper is an ideal yeah, thing like yeah. that. But I don't have my towels anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything that I can ruffle up and say, oh, this massive inbox yeah, of towels yeah. that I have to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a big inbox of towels. Take them, or just badly scrunched up towels yeah, the, to fold and put in your outbox. The outbox is so neat. Oh, look at this inbox all over the place. Yeah. But my last question to you would be, um, if you had to choose another career, what would it be? Um, I would have to say um, King King I know that's a career I just that's the family business you'd have to get into there but if you had to choose a, a legitimate now not like um, again not like King or Popstar or what, movie star whatever just another realistic career what, so no what, real step up from where if you, I am if you right said, now if you finished this job as teacher today yeah. and you for some reason and we all probably have an idea what that reason would be you could never get another teaching job <laughs> <laughs> If you can never Wait, get I don't understand. Uh, I think you know. I think you know what Is I mean. it my towel folding? Uh, it's worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. But as I say, for some reason, you can never get another teaching job. Yeah, because okay. Of what, because of what you did to that guy. But <laughs> no, you didn't do anything. I've never but, hit a student. Oh, it's not hitting them. No. <laughs> no, if you, if you could, if you could, uh, you couldn't get another teaching job. You had to go in another career direction. What would it be? Um, I would probably. That's really hard. That's, I really should, this is a real stumper I gave it to you you know right now let's think about it what have you got alright there's this farmer <laughs> <laughs> let's okay. list all the jobs pretty much butcher you did that baker candlestick maker. maker I do candlestick maker that'd be no problem with that I think I'd go down the route of a craft I think I'd really if I was able to yeah. put my time into it like that I think that I, that's what I would love to do because I love DJ and I love those kind of things I love the idea of being creative so I yeah. think if I had to go on another job I would probably decide that I'd I, I actually I'm rubbish at an awful lot of practical things there's yeah. no way I'm going to be I, 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 a librarian that'd be good yeah. <laughs> why Mr. Cochran without your glasses on you're quite beautiful I'm glad <laughs> it took you the entire you podcast hair up in the bun. <laughs> yeah exactly I'm going to take the pin out now yeah. <laughs> you look like a woman it's <laughs> a story with you um, alright so are we done do you think I think we're going to have to finish it wait no what job oh, would you do oh what would I do um, I guess it would have to be something creative as well because I remember working as a kid in the 
I got a summer job in the Carl's Irish Open golf thing, working in <laughs> working like the back of the kitchens and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was backbreaking work. It was yeah. just, and I got paid a pittance for it. Mm. So, and it was just. You know, you're just a mule to lug stuff around and that kind of thing. Oh, I could just, be a mule. I'd like to be that. A drugs mule. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I, I, anything like that, just I just couldn't do it. Well, I could do it if I had to, but I, I'd rather not. And it would have to be something creative. I just wouldn't be able to. I'd be the exact I'd go, same. I'd go crazy too quickly if something was if a job wasn't creative. I'd be an origamist. <laughs> an origamist, I think you'll find oh, it. Oh, sorry. Funny. I keep on mixing these things <laughs> up. So learned. Yeah. I, I think doing it later has made us a little bit more weary than we usually I think are. it is, yeah, yeah. And I, I apologize for listeners yeah. if we seem a bit more tired. But next week we'll like be that. all worked up because it's the rage pod. Next week's theme is going to be rage, fury, anger, venting spleen. Oh, you're talking about this. Good stuff. next week, Nikki. Oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and he did a poo. Oh, tired now of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I'm, I'm worn out. So, if any of our listeners have anything that they're really hate, yeah. and then that really angers what, them, what boils your blood, and not like not like petty things to it and that annoy you. What really, really, you know, you have to hold yourself back from physical violence. What what is it that drives you that crazy? So I'm, I feel like starting already. We're not going to start already. you right now, Nikki. Yeah, exactly. But I won't. Let's just go to. Gonna <laughs> 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 the trident and the net out and have a big yeah. Star Trek fight. I'm using the Pope's crozier this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stab him in the neck. <laughs> um, so uh, that's it. Okay. okay. Thank you very Great much for listening again this week. Thank you. There's my phone. I didn't oh, you did your phone again. Answer. Send All any right. emails you have again to nilpodus at gmail.com. Yeah. Nilpodus at gmail.com. Bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Nail pot, 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 nail pot